0: Hello, we're here to talk about viruses, microbes, and what is the best response to supplement what you might get from the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC. My name is David Tressimer.
1: And I'm Leila Tressimer.
0: And I will begin by talking about the role of microbes in our life. From an anthroposophic point of view, anthroposophy, anthroposophia, You learn to love those words. From an anthroposophic point of view, microbes are an expression of life force. Back in Steiner's day, there was a book called Microbe Hunters, which gave the picture of this scientist going out and finding a microbe here and a microbe there. We have better counting techniques now, and we know far more. We live in a microbial world. An estimate has been that each human body has 10 trillion microbes in it, which are essential. To digestion and to other functions. On our skin, our skin is covered with microbes. Every square inch, well, let's take the hand. A square inch of your hand has 600,000 microbe clusters. So we are living in a sea of microbes. Mostly they have this way of absorbing each other. It's not really killing each other, they absorb each other and move from one species to another and they change, they mutate, they transform. They transform substances, indigestible substances. Uh, The the belly of a cow is uh, trillions of microbes necessary to take indigestible things like cellulose and make it into milk and meat. So um, microbes are mostly a self-regulating system and an expression of life force, a great privilege for incarnation on this planet, that we have life ether, That's anthroposophy, moving through as life force, expressing through microbes through soils and compost. Occasionally, there are rogue microbes, and we're dealing with one now, nicknamed coronavirus or COVID-19. That's a good introduction, how we live in a sea of microbes.
1: We love the, the awareness kind of in a mythopoetic manner, so corona being also related to crown. And how might we create a different kind of relationship that's not only the one based on fear and protection and separation, isolation, quarantine, which has its place. (laughs) And we basically recommend the, the CDC protocol. There's also some anthroposophic homeopathic protocols going around. Each of us has to find right relationship with how to be protecting uh, and in conversation with all of this life force. And we also feel that from the crown, from the truest sense of the eye, moving into the astral etheric and into the physical, that there's more that we can generate as of frequency and vibration so that we're not left with a generation only of fear hormones that create stress in the system and more reliance on separation and isolation again that there is a time for that appropriately we wanted we wanted to share some of the ways that if you are in communities small or large if you are developing uh, some of your own safety protocols that you also consider that there are ways you can stay connected in that process one of the the practices that we've done in our temple in Colorado, the Star House, um, for a long time, actually, because we are, um, many of us, uh, so much from a hugging culture. And there's not always people who want to hug and be hugged.
0: Boulder loves hugging.
1: (laughs) So uh, David kind of originated something that's become much of a favorite. and, And we recommend this as one very simple, practical way to emphasize we don't only have to stay in fear and separation around other people, that there are ways to create connection without physical contact. So use your imagination to envision this, that you've come into a space. There is someone there you want to make contact with. And rather than just standing three feet apart and saying hello and feeling a little awkward, that you actually stand together, let your palms come up sort of about heart level hands up, palms facing the other person, they do the same thing. Your palms are anywhere from 6 to 12 inches apart, and you're gazing in one another's eyes. You're feeling easy in your breath. You've opened up into your grounded self through your feet and your breathing, and in between your hands there is now kind of a sacred four-templed space, your hands creating. Life force places that your heart can then generate a lemniscate, heart to heart. And you're gazing into the eyes and the presence of this person saying whatever words you need to say. But there's actually some moments of silence when you can just behold the other. It's an actually beautiful practice and, and a way then to, you know, hands come together, your own hands in a bow of a acknowledgement. So developing some of these ways to stay connected, even while we have to be aware that this rogue virus may be hopping around.
0: We've been doing this for years, this kind of greeting, new greeting, very uh, something to think about. And partly is to help you think about fear. Actually, let's go through the four bodies. So physical four bodies, very, very helpful contribution from anthroposophic psychology into the world. So, four bodies physical, etheric, astral, and I. Physical, actually a great mystery. It's been in the planning stages for chameleons of years. Physical, you can support that through proper nutrition. Um, etheric, the one, the energy body, the one that runs all your hormones and endocrine system and the, the beats your heart, breathes your lungs that you can actually work with the etheric body through and strengthen it through rhythmic movements, through your rhythmic, through any actual rhythmic movement discipline that you have or find one. It really helps to have a repeated rhythmic movement system that moves your lymph and blood and, and really calms your etheric body, which loves rhythm. Your astral body, the body of, um, of emotions, of uh, actually, of, of feelings, of thinking, of thoughts, the place where fear can arise, where images of doom can arise, where images of plenty can arise, of abundance, of relationships to other people. That's the one where we're most conscious, actually, where we can work with the emotion of fear and, and work with it actively look at the future. The astral body can imagine a future. Look at the future. Coronavirus will come and go, but anthroposophy predicts that there will be more of these kinds of experiences demanding that humanity develop greater resilience in all four bodies. The fourth body, the I, your sense of individuality, as in I'm here, I'm on this planet incarnating, and the I is the source of understanding well why am i here is it to feel fear and and quarantine myself or is it to have experiences
1: so one of the the keys in creating a holistic process that there's a fluidity between these four bodies has to do with owning the source point of of the eye and then being able to have some simple visualization and physical practice that brings them together with intentionality so that the stress hormones generated by fear, literally in the brain, can be turned off and more the oxytocin, vasopressin elements generated by creating the internal uh, conditions, which comes through slowing down the breath really feeling that one is connected to the higher frequencies of the true self, breathing, grounding. We also work within the star house and around our own personal heart center with a toroidal field that generates from the central channel of the physical spine and can move up and then create the dynamic kind of donut energy around the heart as well as the opposite direction. So we can generate intentionally a field that will shift the frequency.
0: So intentional generation, astral body, into the etheric body, energy, actually feeling energy moving in a donut shape like you're in the middle of a donut and it's going up and down you and it is full of life force energy.
1: And that's pulling on the relationship of Sophia Gaia as the planet beneath your feet. We become then a conduit of Anthropos or the intentional potential human in working then with the sun energy, the light energy of Christos, the star energy of the star beings. Just moments of that, and you might even do it where you sit right now to feel your feet pulling energy up through the earth to your heart, down through your head from the light of starlight, star beings, and swirl this movement of a toroid around your heart as you deeply, gently breathe. And imagine that's who you meet hand to hand, Mm -hmm. you know, facing palms Mm -hmm. and you generate that kind of energy together in silence. And it can be a moment of extraordinary communion, not just for the two of you, but actually for the greater field, the quantum field that surrounds us, which right now is being accelerated by fear-based media. And we need to kind of reclaim these sacred islands of connectivity as well.
0: So this is a suggestion to be proactive in relation to, and actually a serious situation. This is serious, and it will have impacts, and we'll get through it, and recognizing that there are others yet to come and that our building up of our own strengths and resilience is a requirement.
1: And to do that in a field of intentional vision as opposed to reactive fear.
0: So, I'm involved with the Association for Anthroposophic Psychology. We're both, Leela and I, are both involved with Starhouse in Boulder. And we train in these things and just wish you well.
1: We will be doing a strengthen your etheric bodybuilding practices ongoing. And these will be available as podcasts as well. Yes.
0: Blessings.